presented by UPS. Hey, good morning. I'm Playbook co-author Eugene Daniels. It's Friday, June 9th, and we have an unprecedented podcast this morning as for the very first time in American history, a former president has been indicted on federal charges. On Thursday, former President Donald Trump was indicted on seven criminal counts, charges connected to his handling of classified national security records. This is tied to the special counsel investigation out of the DOJ headed up by special counsel Jack Smith. President Trump let everyone know the news himself, writing on his social media website, Truth Social, that he had been summoned to federal court on Tuesday in Miami. The precise charges, the exact charges at this point were not immediately clear, but the former president said the DOJ informed his lawyers on Thursday that a grand jury had returned an indictment. On CNN last night, Jim Trusty, Trump's lawyer, said that they had not seen the indictment but were emailed a summons and the charges that he believed it was related to were the Espionage Act, obstruction, retention of documents, and false statements. And joining me to discuss all of this, Betsy Woodrow Swan. Good evening, Betsy. I mean, what a <laughs> what a night. We're recording this just before 10 on Thursday. What do we know currently about what has happened for President Trump? What's been widely reported is that Trump has been indicted in the Southern District of Florida. So that's the district that includes where, where Mar-a-Lago mm-hmm. lives. Uh, and that he's been charged with at least seven criminal counts. So that's basically seven crimes at least. Mm-hmm. And that this includes willfully retaining national defense information. That's been reported pretty widely, as well as making false statements and obstruction of justice. There could be more counts that we aren't yet aware of. It's also possible that in the coming weeks or months, the Justice Department could file a superseding indictment containing even additional counts. (laughs) Uh, But what we know for right now is that this is already obviously a real problem for the former president. And these crimes that he's reportedly being charged with would bring serious prison time. Lying to the feds is potentially an interesting charge because it's fairly unusual for prosecutors to bring that unless they have transcripts or Hmm. written communications backing up that charge. I had a conversation a while back with the Justice Department source who was talking about how it's unfortunate, it's unpleasant for prosecutors to go into the courtroom and and bring that charge solely based on people's recollections of verbal conversations. So that particular charge is a favorite of federal prosecutors because they often bring it when they feel like they really have the goods and it's incontrovertible that somebody lied to them. There are indictments all the time in this country for different things, but the feds don't usually indict people unless they are sure. I was told the other day by a source that typically they're in the 90 percentile of proving that and getting a conviction when they do bring an indictment. So I guess talk about the possibility that Trump can get indicted because it feels higher than it did Mm -hmm. when it happened in the the Alvin Bragg case in New York. That's right. The Justice Department institutionally is extremely risk averse. Federal prosecutors hate losing. They hate having imperfect records. And in fact, critics say that this is part of the reason the Justice Department is often lacking in in appetite and aggression Hmm. when it comes to white collar corporate crime, because prosecutors worry 
what if we lose? What if it's too complicated? What if the juries aren't sympathetic with us? And it's something that James Comey, when he was a U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York, famously pushed his prosecutors to take more risks. There was this idea that if you had a perfect track record as a prosecutor, you were part of the chicken shit club <laughs> because, <laughs> because, because you were too scared to yeah. take risks and bring cases that would be challenging. In this case, I think we can assume with a high degree of confidence that that risk aversion would be front and center because mm. nobody wants to be the federal prosecutor who charged Trump and then lost. The risk aversion is going to be extraordinarily high. That said, they've brought charges and ultimately the Justice Department doesn't get to decide if someone's guilty or innocent. That's up for a jury to decide. And juries can be unpredictable, regardless of how confident the DOJ is here. And you know, we can safely assume they're pretty high. Ultimately, they don't control the outcome. And that's just a piece of the way that uh, these cases always work. I was talking to a former DOJ official tonight, and what he told me is it is so important to keep this from getting super messy. It's already kind of messy politically and kind of in, out in the ether to unseal these charges within the next 24 hours. And if not in the next 24 hours, as soon as humanly possible to kind of nip some of this stuff in the bud, nip some of the possible lies and obfuscation and misinformation that has already kind of started swirling. Trump said he's going to appear on Tuesday. Are we likely to see an unsealing of these documents before then? The short answer is, I don't know. Yeah. There is a decent chance, though, that we won't see it until he appears in court. Trump's lawyer says on CNN that they haven't seen the indictment, but they were emailed a summons. And he believes that the charges relate to the Espionage Act, obstruction, retention of documents, and false statements. I don't want to put you on the spot because you haven't seen this but or, or been looking at this. But I mean, Espionage Act seems, that's an interesting one there. Yeah, that Espionage Act was named in the search warrant application that right. came out last summer as one of the justifications for the FBI executing that search on Mar-a-Lago. Espionage is obviously a very fun word. <laughs> in this case, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that he was engaged in intelligence collection on behalf of a foreign adversary. He's not a but spy. When, <laughs> not that we know of. <laughs> An espionage act almost certainly would refer to what he did with these classified materials as well as national defense information, which my understanding is is a broader category that can include information that's both, cla both classified and unclassified. What should people be looking for next? We know Tuesday, possibly, Trump is going to be in front of a court. What is it going to look like? In the next couple of days before Tuesday, I don't think there's going to be any sort of legal steps that would happen. We're going to have, you know, uh, a nice long weekend. Um, <laughs> and then on Tuesday, Trump will be in court. His lawyers will be there. It's likely that he'll be fingerprinted. There could be a mugshot. There could be a collection of a DNA sample that can happen in these federal cases. And but we'll learn what he's been charged with. And the indictment presumably will be unsealed. I believe he would be expected to enter a plea at that point, uh, given mm -hmm. that he's been tweeting and putting in videos that he is innocent. Yeah, that's that. That just just that. Just those things that never have never happened here. Betsy, thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you so much for hopping on with us. Now go find that document and unseal it for us so we can have it before <laughs> everybody else. <laughs> you, you got it. Not a problem. <laughs> Take Thanks care. Thanks so much, Eugene. I appreciate it. <laughs>
Now, that Bessie's gone, let's talk politics because politically, the ramifications could be huge. They could be small and nothing. It only matters politically, politically, don't tweet me, if the other candidates in the race make it matter. When Donald Trump was indicted in New York City, nothing happened. We What we saw was Republicans come to his aid. We saw the candidates and the people who weren't candidates yet, but are candidates now, come to his aid, defend him. If that continues to happen, that means politically there's not going to be much hay made of that. And so the question is, is someone like Chris Christie, someone like Mike Pence, are they going to try to make hay out of this? Or are most of them going to go the Vivek Ramaswamy route who promised to pardon Donald Trump if he's elected president? It also is going to matter if we see the actual indictment, what's in it. For some of these candidates who kind of keep their mouth closed or, or keep it a little closer to the chest, what's in those documents could give them the juice they need to take on Donald Trump for the first time, for the first real time this entire primary season. If you're wondering what the current White House is thinking, we obviously reached out and from a spokesperson that works on the investigations in this White House, declined to comment and, quote, would refer you to DOJ, which conducts its criminal investigations independently. So that's that on that. And for your schedule today, the House and the Senate are out. Good for them. Getting some vacation, right, as the former president's getting indicted. Today, President Biden and First Lady Joe Biden will be leaving and going to North Carolina for some events out there. They're going to be touring a community college in Rocky Mount and then meeting with service members and their families and speaking at a Joining Forces event as well. They'll be back around 945. Stayonpolitical.com is all of this news starts to come together throughout the weekend. I'm Eugene Daniels. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is sponsored by UPS, who just published its first ever jobs and opportunity report. Check it out to see what the best benefits in the industry really look like. From wages and healthcare to tuition assistance, paid time off, and even pensions for both full and part-time union employees. You can explore how UPS employees are building their lives and dream careers every single day at greatemployer.ups.com.